1: It sure is, and uh, welcome 105. It is uh, time to talk employment law, and if that, uh, for you, has something to do with COVID-19, the pandemic, yeah, sure, bring it on. That's cool, 416-870-6400 to do that. And uh, we'd love to talk to you. We'd love to talk to you. Help at is a good way to reach out. And Leor's number anytime, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. 855 821 5900 Again, covidrights.ca is a wonderful website you can use for the next little while. But the phone calls are always a uh, priority. I see Wendy standing by. Wendy, we'll get to you in, uh, in but a moment. Uh, what's up with you, pal? How are you? Hey,
2: Johnny. I'm doing well. I'm uh, excited Good. to be back here again to to talk about employment law issues. And it's not like it, I'm stopping when I'm off air. You know, this morning I was answering probably 30 or 40 emails just uh, up until now. And I'm happy to, to answer questions about your CERB benefits, your EI, your layoffs, uh, the new student benefit that was announced this week. And you want to know if you qualify and what, uh, you know, anything that's available for you. Bring it on here, let's talk about that. Uh, there, there's so many questions that come up. Uh, it's a difficult time. We all need to find what our rights are, what the law does to protect us because employment laws are still here. And if you've lost your job in this situation, maybe it's a restructuring or cost cutting, maybe the company's closing down and you wanna know what your owed, what the law says here applies to you. Now's the time, now's the place. And of course, if you don't necessarily feel like getting on air over the next uh, 15 minutes or so, not a problem. Give me a call or email me privately. Uh, We'll have that chat, and we'll give you that contact information
1: throughout the show. So, John, looking forward to answering uh, as many questions as possible. And we'll get to that uh, right now and move on to our first call of the day. Wendy, hello. Thank you for hanging on. How are you?
3: Hi there. Thanks so much for taking my call.
1: You bet. What's up?
3: So, basically, I have lost my job due to COVID-19 restructuring of the company, and I accepted a package of... Ten weeks. Sorry, I'm 42 years old. I was the department manager, and I was with the company for three years and 11 months. So I accepted a package of 10 weeks uh, termination and severance, and I sort of have a twofold question because I believe they've paid it out incorrectly. Should time uh, for work uh, done previously to my termination date, as well as vacation pay, pay, sorry, be included in the 10 weeks of termination severance pay?
2: Well, I'd have to see the agreement that you signed. If if it says that we're gonna pay you that, and and that's all it says, then they have to pay you for your work done and vacation on top of that. If we're going if it says we're gonna pay you that inclusive of everything we may owe you, then then that's what they have to pay you, and it's inclusive of the vacation. So that's why the devil's in the details, and and I'd have to see the agreement. Uh, does that make sense, Wendy?
3: Yeah, it sort of it doesn't stipulate that it that it should be included. So it was my understanding that the law states that the ten weeks should be um, not including regular pay for time that I already worked. I mean, I already worked it; I was already entitled to the pay. Am I correct?
2: Well, yeah, but the thing is, in terms of what the law says, is anything over and above three weeks plus the amounts that you were already owed, if you accept that then that's the deal. So even if it's a bad deal, and I can tell you that even if you agreed to 10 weeks plus the vacation and unpaid wages, it probably still is a bad deal in the sense you probably would have been owed four, five, even six months pay, especially nowadays. Uh, Unfortunately, we can't go back and deal with that if if you've already signed off. If you want me to tell you if they should be paying you the 10 weeks all-inclusive or or 10 weeks plus the unpaid wages, send me a copy of the agreement. But but what I wish you would have done, I you know I know we can't go back is I wish you would have reached out before you signed it because you would have been owed more than ten weeks Wendy
3: well that's my question now is the fact that they've negated the contract in in, in my mind um, does this now um, release me from the final release that I signed because I mean they haven't paid it out correctly
2: you, you know it, it's possible we need to show what they call a fundamental breach it's possible Send me a copy of the agreement. Let me see it. Uh, And and if I can get you out of it, I will. But let me see the agreement, and we'll go from there. And that's a very important lesson for for, for anyone there listening is when you are let go, whether it's now because of COVID or for any situation, please, please, please get that advice. Because right now for Wendy, she's getting 10 weeks pay. But, John, the loss that she should have had as much as six months pay, wouldn't this be such a vital time for her and everyone to have everything that they're actually owed? Because it's going to take her a while now to find another job, let's face it. So that's why that severance is so important.
1: Yeah, Wendy, reaching out, uh, no problem, 1-855-821-5900. Do that, help at employmentlawyer.ca's email. Wendy, uh, Isabel, I see you there. Hang on, we'll get to your call. And plenty of time for you as well, 416-870-6400. Yeah, Employment Law Show, bring it on. Lots of time to go here on uh, Global News Radio.
0: You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: And welcome back to it at uh, 114 on your Sunday afternoon, 416-870-6400. Email is help at employmentlawyer.ca and covidrights.ca. Anytime you want uh, much more information, moving on to uh, to Isabel. Hi, Isabel. Good afternoon. Hi, how are you? Great. What's, uh, what's on your mind?
4: Well... Uh, I was, unfortunately, laid off from my job a couple weeks ago due to COVID-19. And um, when I was given the notice from my employer, um, I inquired about when I would get paid out for my bonus plan that I'm a part of for the uh, fourth quarter, so technically ending on March 31st. And I was told at the time that uh, I wouldn't be considered for the bonus plan, even though I did actively participate in that bonus. Um, because I'm not considered an active employee anymore, and I wouldn't get the payout for what I worked towards in the last quarter. So I'm just wondering what the legality of that is. If if they are entitled to doing something like that, I just don't find that fair, I guess.
2: So, Isabel, I take it when you say laid off, it's a temporary layoff? Correct. So, uh, and do you know that if they're actually going to be paying out bonuses? I'm not talking to uh- you specifically, but to others?
4: I'm not sure. I didn't ask that question, but it did seem that they were considering it because they did mention to me I I wouldn't be considered for it. So I'm just not sure.
2: So so I'll make it very simple. You absolutely must be considered for the bonus in the same way as, as if you were still there. Now, if the criteria for the bonus are not met in the sense that the targets or the milestones, depending on what the bonus is based on, then you may not get it but the fact that you are on a temporary layoff absolutely should not that fact should not exclude you from the bonus uh, n- not even not even close that would uh, that would be wrong on several levels and if they do that not only do you have a potential claim for the bonus you also have a potential claim for constructive dismissal so my recommendation is talk to them see if you can talk some sense into them if you cannot let me do it okay usually uh, when I get involved it kind of greases the wheels and things Happen a lot faster. So happy to help you with that. But no, that's wrong, Isabel. Absolutely.
4: So, if I can ask another question, I guess what yep. what is considered an active employee? If I'm if I'm temporarily laid off, am I considered still an employee of the company or? What, I, I was just confused at that term. If, if I am, like you said, temporary laid off, they're gonna be calling me back, right?
2: You, you are an employee still of the company uh, and, and because you, you've chosen not to treat that layoff as a termination, which you would have had the right to do, but you haven't done that. You're still an employee of the company. They can't exclude you for something that you've already earned. If you hadn't yet earned it in the sense that you were still during the period of time during which a bonus is, is still calculated, then that's different, but you've earned the bonus they have to pay you the bonus
4: okay yeah it, and i'm sure you can understand it makes it a little bit of an uncomfortable situation because if i do make some noise about it now what are the chances that you know it doesn't sit right with my management and you know it turns into a constructive dismissal case i guess at that point then we have we have How
2: much how much are we talking about
5: um a couple thousand
2: dollars okay it it is completely up to you i I just completely get the whole uncomfortable situation and if that's ultimately the, the deciding factor for you absolutely but they are obligated to pay it if they don't i'm happy to help you if you want me to fair
1: enough okay Thanks, Isabel. Good questions. You want to uh, you want to carry on further, you can do that uh, any time. You call 1-855-821-5900 and help at employmentlawyer.ca. Got to move on to uh, to Anthony. Hi, Anthony. Good afternoon.
3: Good afternoon. Uh, I'm calling on behalf of a friend of mine. I'm just wondering uh, if you've exhausted all your uh, resources regarding, regarding applying for the CERB and then applying for EI, Uh, How about do you pursue the severance pay?
2: So first of all, uh, no one yet would have uh, obviously exhausted the CRB, right? So, so uh, it it, and you should no one should apply for them both, right? So you apply for the CRB for one, yeah. Right. If once that's exhausted after four months, if not back to work, you can transfer to EI. Right. Now, if after that is done and after EI is done, if you're not back at work. You can absolutely choose to treat that as a termination. In fact, your, your friend can, treat, if, if he's been laid off temporarily, he can treat that as a termination right now, today. He doesn't have to wait, uh, but he can certainly do that. Frankly, at any time before he gets called back to work. So, if, if that's what he wants to do, whether it's today or six months from now, he can certainly do that. I can, I can help him do that, and right. then he'd be owed severance once he's called back to work. Of course, at that point, you cannot really pursue the uh, the, the severance anymore.
3: Okay, and another question, if I may. Yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So if they apply for the SERB, you can apply. They don't have access to the Internet. Uh, Once that's done, can you still apply for EI
2: over the phone if you don't have access to the Internet? Yes, you'd be able to do that uh, over the phone as well, absolutely.
1: Anthony, appreciate the call. going to let you go there and uh, line up some more phone calls for the remainder of the show. 416-870-6400, Employment Law Show, Global News Radio.
0: You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: It is, uh, one twenty two here. Uh, still plenty of time. It is uh, 416-870-6400. That's a number to call in. Anytime you want to check it out, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Brilliant website. All kinds of employment law knowledge there as well. And a chance for you to see how much you would be owed if you uh, calculate your severance on the website as well. And covidrights.ca. Obviously a very timely website. The guys put together a short time ago. And you can go there uh, at your leisure as well gonna get on to uh to nav hey nav thanks for hanging on good afternoon
6: hey good afternoon thank you gentlemen for taking my call um i've got a question for my in regards for my mother uh last year around this time she her company moved uh they offered her to move along with them but it just wasn't plausible uh so they gave her a severance package which she accepted uh, but now, uh, the, the CRA mentioned to her that she would be eligible for EI. She hasn't found any employment, as you guys know what's going on, but would she be eligible for the CERB, or is she only eligible for the EI?
2: So, uh, if, if she gets EI, as long as she gets off, as long as the EI runs out before October, uh... Uh, if she runs out before october she'll be able to qualify for the crb but if the uh, ei takes her past october unless the crb benefit gets extended then she wouldn't qualify Do you understand what i mean
6: uh yeah so her i think she qualifies for about 26 weeks uh as far as what i know so you're saying that if it gets extended past the 26 weeks then she would be eligible for the service
2: yeah, if the government decides to extend, let's say they extend the CRB till the end of the year, just as an example. Right now, it's till October only. Uh, if they extend it beyond that, then she would qualify. But I'm pretty sure the six months takes her right till October. So, so no. Is, hopefully, by then there's no CRB because we're all back to work and we've forgotten about COVID-19. Uh, but if the government has extended it, then yes, she would qualify. Uh, but the, but right now, as it stands, she wouldn't because there'll be no more CRB at that point.
1: Okay, understood. Thank you, I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Nav. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. 416-870-6400. Amanda, good afternoon.
7: Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, Sure. I'm actually right now a graduate student, and I'm working on finishing up my dissertation for my PhD. Um, Before COVID and all this happened, I was supposed to defend come September. But right now, I'm technically not a full-time student, although I'm actually working full-time as a student. But on paper, when you're at this stage in your degree, you withdraw, and then you reinstate yourself when you're ready to defend. Now, Trudeau uh, announced the CRB for students, but it's kind of like a gray area, because he said, had you finished school in December... And you've graduated, you can apply for this benefit. If you're planning on attending school in September, you can apply for this benefit. But I'm not sure if it would actually apply to my situation. So I'm wondering if I should even try and apply for it or...
2: So so first of all, something to keep in mind about this new benefit. Obviously, it was announced uh, this week, but it doesn't actually yet exist. And what I mean by that is it hasn't yet been passed into law. So we're going to have a a statute. We're going to have legislation that outlines that, and it's probably going to give us a a heck of a lot more information than just the announcement by the prime minister. So at at that point, we will know more about who can apply, what's considered being enrolled, what's considered to be graduated Uh, But right now, I I don't have a specific answer. I'm 98% sure that you would absolutely be able to get the benefit. But I'm saying that based on my understanding of the benefit. Uh, But I will be able to say with 100% certainty once it's actually formally been put into law. So at this point, you can't even apply. There's no benefit yet. It's just an announcement. Uh, So you're not missing out on anything. And hopefully in the next day or two, we'll actually have all the details to say for sure.
7: Right. So when you say it, it has to be passed into law, that would be uh, May first, when they said it would open up, correct?
2: Right. And and hopefully okay. in the next day or two, there's actually going to be legislation that says here's all the details, and then the applications hopefully uh, beginning in May the first, exactly.
7: Right, and then if they were to say, okay, you're not eligible because you're not actually registered at that time, I do have paperwork stating um, that I'm going to be reinstated at such and such a date, and I could even get letters from my department saying, yeah, she's actively working with professors, she's doing all this, would would that help my case, or would they not even consider that?
2: No, they would, it would certainly help your case, and I, I really can't see a situation where you don't qualify, uh, so we'll know more soon, but to me, it sounds like you're exactly the type of person that will and should
1: qualify for this
7: right okay thank you so much
1: thanks amanda appreciate uh, appreciate your time I'm gonna move on to uh dean here before the break hey dean how are you pal
8: good how you doing
1: good what's uh, what's on your mind
8: uh okay so i've been temporarily laid off of my job and um they're slowly calling people back um they started i think like two weeks ago to call people back and they haven't called me back so i'm just wondering how long is a temporary layoff supposed to last before I could um, get a severance? Uh,
2: so first of all, Dean, you actually can get a severance now. Uh, you, you don't have to wait at all. Uh, the moment the company lays you off temporarily, unless, of course, you unionize. But if you're not unionized, as soon as they lay you off, that triggers the right to pursue severance. An employer doesn't actually have the right to lay off someone temporarily. Now, if that's not what you do, then really you have to wait and see if they call you back. So, Dean, are they, are they continuing your benefit coverage right now? Uh, yes, they are. So if you're not pursuing it now, the layoff can then last up to 35 weeks before they're, because they're continuing benefits or whatever that is, nine months or so. So... If you're going to pursue severance, you can do that at any time. If not, then it automatically becomes a termination after 35 weeks from when you were laid off.
8: Okay, and then when it becomes a termination, I'm entitled to severance at that Exactly.
2: Point. So you're entitled to severance now, or you can wait to 35 weeks. But either way, it's something that, that entitles you to get severance. Uh, but automatically, even if you don't want it to be after 35 weeks, it becomes a termination. But if you want it to be, it could be a termination right now.
8: Now would that be like a constructive uh, dismissal? Or? So
2: right right now it's a constructive dismissal. After 35 weeks, it just becomes a regular dismissal. But the severance is exactly the same amount. Okay,
8: and I would be entitled to any bonuses that they would be giving out as well.
2: It, it, you're you'd be entitled to any bonus that you would have earned up to the date of termination okay and uh also as part of your severance so if you are on average let's say get uh ten thousand dollars a year in terms of uh, bonus and if you're owed 12 month severance then that has to be included as part of your severance but we can always chat about that if you want to pursue that by all means give me a call and i can assess exactly what you're owed okay great
1: Thanks, Dean. Appreciate uh, appreciate your time. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Stay safe. If you want more information to read on your own, go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Dean, it's a wonderful website there as well. And reach out to Lior and the crew when we're not doing the show. one 821 5900 Help at employmentlawyer.ca. We'll take a short break. Get back to, uh, to Jen and your phone calls as well. 416-870-6400. Employment Law Show. Global News Radio. It is 1.31 uh, Sunday afternoon. Welcome to the show. If uh, you're just joining us, Employment Law Show, talking employment matters or possibly COVID-19, if that's got you scratching your head and doing loops, man. It's it's crazy. Stuff is changing all the time. You want to ask a question in that regard or anything to do with your job, Four one six eight seven 870 That is the, uh, the way we roll. Jen, hi there. How are you? Hi there. Thank you. I'm great.
5: How are you?
1: Great. What's uh, What's your question?
5: Okay, so here's a question. So I actually have a rental property and I have rented out for the last 10 years. And now with everything happening, my tenants left on April 1st and I'm having a hard time renting it out again. This, um, I do claim the income on my taxes. So it's part of my yearly income. Is there anything that the government's doing for that
2: or? See, unfortunately not. Uh, it's not considered income from work. Uh, because of that, they wouldn't uh, qualify you for the CRB. The government has announced some help for commercial of uh, 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 landlords that renting rent commercial space uh, but as far as I'm aware there's no uh, direct help for, for landlords such as yourself renting out to individuals so I, I really don't have any any guidance here I just don't believe there's a benefit announced I can tell you that you would not unfortunately qualify for the CERB because it's not work related income.
5: right okay and CERB you only you only qualify for CERB if you have no income at all like I also have two jobs. And one of them, I was out of work for a while. Um, now I'm actually back, but it was like a month that I didn't have work. But I had another job.
2: So, so you, you, would qualify, you would qualify if you're making less than $1,000 a month. So if, for a while there, if you were making less than $1,000, you can apply. You can apply even retroactively. Uh, but there's that $1,000 cutoff uh, a month. Anything beyond that, you would not be, uh, unfortunately, be able to claim the CRB.
5: Okay, so nothing for landlords yet, because it is quite a bit of money, I'm out.
2: Oh, I get it, I get it, and, yeah. and yeah. things come up and things change and new benefits and, and new programs get announced, so that may be uh, coming as well, but as a, as we speak right now, no, there isn't anything.
5: Okay, thank you so much for your for your advice, I appreciate it, thank no
2: you.
1: Problem. Uh, thank you, Jen, appreciate uh, your time as well, 416-870-6400 is the number to use. Uh, Jim, hey pal, how are you?
9: Hi guys, uh, a, a couple quick questions. Uh, one is, um, I'm a thirty-year employee where I am. Uh, I'm on a temp layoff for COVID, and I'm wondering if, if, uh, if I don't end up getting asked back, um, do you guys see them cutting? Like the courts actually starting to cut what they're giving people. My understanding is I would be due about two years according to mm-hmm. the um, the the calculator you guys have online, and. I'm just, I'm starting to worry that all of a sudden there's a lot of people out of work and, and, and they don't, you know, they, they change the rules.
2: No, I do not foresee severance being less. In fact, it can and likely will be more because one of the, the factors when it comes to severance is how easy or difficult should it be for you to find another job. And because it's going to be more difficult, at least in the foreseeable future because of everything happening, that can impact the severance in a, in a positive way and increase it. So no, I do not foresee a decrease. If anything, it's going to be an increase.
9: Okay, okay. Because that that that's good. Good to hear your thoughts on that. And I know you can't. You know, there's no guarantees. Um, I have two friends who were both uh, just let go by the company, more or less right before the uh, be, the lockdown. Um, and uh, they when they were let go, they they were both as well thirty year employees, and they they both got in the region of fifty two to fifty six weeks. My understanding.
2: Well, they uh, got to give me a call that I hope they—I hope they didn't accept it because they're owed more than that. I mean, that they could be owed double that. So that's a lot of money there, uh, Jim.
9: Uh, exactly. That's that's. So I, I'm going to reach out to them and make sure that they uh, that they they are, you know, seeking legal advice. And obviously, I I tell them to talk to you guys if that's the case.
2: Thank
1: you very much, my friend. Appreciate it, Jim. And uh, there you go. That's why the uh, the website's up there, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca, which contains the calculator of which Jim just uh, just made mention of. 416-870-6400. That is the number to call. See how easy it is to get some information. Jason, you're up next. How are you, pal?
6: Hey there. I'm good. Good Good afternoon, good. guys.
9: Um, you too. Quick question. I was wondering. It's not so much a question as a comment. Um, landscaping. It's been deemed, or at least when you look into it, uh, landscape maintenance has been... Somewhat deemed essential, meaning that a lot of companies can get back to work. Right. um The problem is trying to get anybody to come back to work. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys. Uh, there's a lot of people that they're getting that two thousand dollars a month. Um, you know, after tax and whatnot. It, it's, I don't. A lot of people don't realize that there is tax going to come off it, but it's just people are flat out saying, "Yeah, I'll come back to work, but you got to pay me cash till this." C E R B runs out. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well here's what here's what know,
2: if I'm an employer what you have to do is comment comment on the idea yeah. on
9: what repercussions may be there. Because you know, these guys do flip flop from company to company. Yep. And yeah, right now that's bottom line. So so
2: he, so here's what I would do if I'm the employer in, in a situation like that, when I'm calling an employee back and they say, Oh I'm not gonna come, what's the point? I'd rather get my two thousand bucks a month. So I'm gonna say, Well, here's the thing, employee, unless you come back on Monday at nine o'clock or whenever it is then I'm going to issue a record of employment, employment saying that you've resigned, and that means not only do you lo- have you lost your job, means you're also going to be cut off from the CERB. So no, you're not, you, you can't do that. You know what I mean? You're, you're not supposed to take advantage of the system when there is a job for you, when there's work for you to do. It's to help people that would love to work, but now they can't because of this virus. So that's what an employer should do. It's illegal, okay, to, to take advantage of the CRB uh, benefit when you can be working, when you can be off it. So that's what I would say hopefully a few of
9: these guys are listening. <laughs> you guys have a great day. Exactly.
1: Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. Uh, we're going to move on here to another call. I think 416-870-6400 is the number. And I think we got time to get uh, Nigel in here. Hi, Nigel. Yeah, how you doing, guys? G- good. What's up? Um, so I got laid, laid off. Our
10: company was bought by a U.S. company, and they decided to close shop in Canada, and they're moving the jobs to the U.S. So we got our notice. Most of us got three months' notice. Some of us got six months' notice. I myself got three months' notice, so still getting paid for the three months, still doing work for the company in the transition. And then after that, I managed to get just two weeks' worth of severance added on to the end. Now, I went back and negotiated myself and managed to get an extra three months on top of the three months' working notice. So thanks to you guys, of course, listening to the show all the time, I knew what to say. But my real question is, Is can I go back now because of the COVID situation and renegotiate, even though I've already signed the papers?
2: Uh, Nigel, how long have you worked there for? Uh, two years. So, no. The answer is you cannot. Once you sign off, that's it, regardless of the COVID situation. It doesn't sound like six months, because the three months notice does count. That's a bad deal. Three and three is six. So, because of that... Uh, Probably I wouldn't lose any sleep over it, but the answer is, unfortunately, you cannot renegotiate, even though the circumstances have changed uh, since you signed. Okay.
10: And then my second question is, is there a law in Canada about companies coming in from the U.S. buying Canadian companies and moving the jobs to the U.S.?
2: Uh, no, there, there isn't oh, a law. Okay. Uh, they're, they're allowed to do that. I mean, there may be taxation issues and whatnot, but, but no, they can certainly do that.
1: Okay. And that's it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Nigel. Appreciate uh, appreciate your time. I'm going to take a short break here. Get right back into it. Uh, 416-870-6400, the number to call the show. And uh, to reach out to Lior afterwards, help at employmentlawyer.ca and one 5900 Lots more Employment Law Show coming right up. Global News Radio.
0: You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: It is uh, 143 and it is 416-870-6400 to call through, ask your questions, so important to get to uh, your facts straight when it comes to your employment, especially during these COVID-19 days. That is uh, is for sure. Gonna get to Colleen. Hi Colleen, thanks for standing by, how are you? Hey
11: John, I'm well and you?
1: Great, fantastic. Thanks for uh thanks for taking the time. What's up?
11: Well, I I'm very confused. What I was working in a part-time position and I left it. I quit to start a new job. Less hours, more money, and then I was going to pick up another part-time job just for filler. So, I had I quit. I started the new job. I worked 16 hours and then it hit. So, wow. Yeah. Right? So, I had me i've made over five thousand dollars last year but not, not this year not so much and like i said it was literally 16 hours that i worked went before they shut where i was down and i have no possibility of finding another part-time job right at the present time where does that leave me
2: Uh, The good news Colleen, despite this bad scenario, the good news is that you qualify for the CERB because uh, you lost your job, it doesn't matter if you worked for 16 hours or 16 minutes, you you lost your job and because you earned uh, more than $5,000 over the last year or in 2019, so now you can apply for the CERB $2,000 a month for up to four months, so that is at least something that uh, you have to fall back on. Okay, Now
11: the thing is, it's going to be the CERB, I sound weird is going to be way more than what I would be making.
2: I I know. I don't doubt it. I I hear you completely. Uh, And and that's what the government decided to do because if they start calculating it differently for people based on their compensation, it becomes too difficult to administer and they don't have the resources right now. So yes, you may be making double the income. The reality is that's the way it is. I mean, keep in mind, this is a taxable amount. You're going to have to pay taxes on it. I'd set aside at least 20% to pay taxes. But absolutely, other than... Other than that, you're fine.
11: Oh, that's what I have been doing. I've been actually putting thirty percent aside for that.
2: Perfect, smart. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah, cool. you're good, Colleen.
11: Okay, good because I was so fr- you know because then I figured the CRA's got seven years to get their act together.
2: Huh. No, you you do qualify, so you really have nothing to worry about in this situation.
11: All right, then I will worry about nothing.
1: Beautiful. You got it. Thanks, Colleen. Thank so Appreciate much. it. Sure. <laughs> you bet. Enjoy the, uh, the rest of your weekend. Still got uh, some time here. It is uh, 416-870-6400 to call through and ask uh, your questions. Want to move along to uh, to Andrea. She's going to be next up here to, uh, to make that question, make that phone call. Hi, Andrea. How are you?
4: I'm fine. Um, my question is, I work at a lab, and I'm 71 years old, and I'm on holidays this month, and I'm due to go back uh, May the 1st. And I don't feel safe going back. Now, my question is, if I call them and tell them that I don't feel safe and I want to stay off, uh, can they terminate me?
2: The the short answer, Andrea, is that yes, they can uh, because if there's work for you to do, you're expected to work. Now, if your employer, uh, their work environment there is such that it's dangerous, they're, they're not allowing for social distancing, they're putting you in kind of in harm's way, then you may be able to refuse that work. But if it's one of those things where you're just not comfortable going, like a lot of people are, and I can't blame you, then you could be either considered to have resigned or simply terminated now, the other option is speak to your doctor. Again, I'm, I always say I'm, I'm just a lawyer. I'm not a doctor. But if okay. you speak to your doctor and your doctor feels that you should not be going to work, I'll leave that to your doctor to decide that. But if he, that's what he or she feels and they give you a doctor's note to that effect, then you cannot be terminated, okay? And you can also apply okay. for the CERB in that situation. So speak to your doctor. Maybe your doctor agrees, maybe not. But if you simply tell your employer, yeah, no, I, I don't want to come in, yeah, that could be either a termination or a resignation.
4: Okay, then. Okay, thank you for your help.
2: No problem. Okay.
1: Thank you, Andrea. Appreciate it. If uh, you need more information, you could do so. one 821 is the way to go. Still got some time here. 416-870-6400. Going to move on to an email from Beth. Uh, by the way, it is helpandemploymentlawyer.ca. best says, uh, I work in retail. My employers continue to pay me during the temporary store closure. However, this past week, they told us to come into the store for at least one shift a week. Otherwise, uh, we either have to take an unpaid temporary leave of absence or quit. Do I have to go into work? Hmm
2: yeah it's a it's a good question and you you do uh because uh well the only other option other than going to work is if you don't go and they decide to uh to treat that somehow as 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 something else a temporary layoff that could be a constructive dismissal so if you want to stay employed then yeah you go otherwise you can be on a layoff and treat that as a constructive dismissal but keep in mind beth That if you're going back for a shift, as long as you're making less than $1,000 a month, then you can still get that money and the CERB. So you could potentially be financially ahead. So unless you're you're prepared to treat this situation as a constructive dismissal, as a practical matter, your choice is go back to work or uh, go on a layoff. uh, But keeping in mind, you can still get the CERB
1: got some more time if you got a question uh, bring it on 416-870-6400 that's the number to call through and that email address i just used and you can use help at employmentlawyer.ca it's the employment law show it's a global news radio
0: you are listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser
1: It uh, one fifty one, which means you still got a few minutes here at least to call in and ask a question about uh, your, your job, your employment, be it COVID-19 or otherwise. Just going to get a couple lined up here. Lisa's got a quick COVID question as well. It's help at employmentlawyer.ca. says, uh, I am a marketing manager for a local company. The company is implementing a number of measures because of COVID-19. The first uh, being telling us to take two vacation days per week for the month of May. Am I obliged to accept that?
2: Yeah, and that's a question, John, I've been getting often with respect to vacation, employers telling people, telling their employees, you have to use your vacation. And let's face it, that's going to make everyone unhappy. You know, we savor, we cherish our vacation. We want to use it when we want to, not when someone tells us. But the reality is, from a legal standpoint, your employer can tell you when and how to use your vacation. Most employers don't do that, of course, for obvious reasons. But in these types of times, or frankly, in any time, your employer can say for the next two weeks you're taking your vacation, or you're taking one vacation day a week, not going to make you happy. Um, In fact, may upset you tremendously, but legally, that can be done.
1: We we'll get to one. I think this one's a kind of a non-COVID question. Comes from Willie. Says, uh, you know, I've worked for a company for five years in a sales position and was just let go. They consider me to be an independent contractor. Now I worked exclusively for them full time but did not have an office and I paid my own expenses. Am I entitled to severance?
2: Well, you know, you heard me chuckle there because I don't think that he could be more of an employee if he tried. If I could, you know, draw you a picture of what an employee looks like, it would be this individual. So clearly, yes, he is an employee which means that he is owed severance like an employee. He's been misclassified. Now, John, this is a very, very, very common scenario when someone on paper thinks or company thinks that they're an independent contractor when they are really an employee. So if that's you and if you've been let go, no, no. You're an employee in the eyes of the law, meaning you're owed severance like an employee. So this, uh, this guy should give me a call as soon as possible.
1: And that number, by the way, my friend, is one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Moving on to Karen. Hi, Karen. Good afternoon.
11: Good afternoon. So what my question is, is I think I'm in one of those cracks that they talk about. I am still being employed by my company, but not working. But I'm receiving 75% of my wages, which brings me to $1,200 gross a month. And my understanding is that you can only make $1,000 gross a month.
2: To get the CRB, you mean? Right so yes that that is absolutely the the case it's it's a thousand dollars it's not you know approximately a thousand it's a thousand dollars flat so if you're making more than a thousand even if it's a thousand and one you would not qualify so what i would do here uh is talk to your employer have a frank discussion and say you know why what's the downside for you guys to to Mm -hmm. help me out here and i can get some more money so that i can live and 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 pay my bills Uh, but ultimately if your employer says no that's how much we're paying You are falling through the cracks, and I'm not saying that's right. In fact, I'm saying that's wrong, but the reality is that you would not be able to qualify for the CERB.
11: Okay, yeah, because the part-time employees that I work with, they're all collecting the 2,000, but us seven people that are full-time employees (laughs) are getting, yeah.
2: It seems like your employer may not have necessarily thought this through, so I would talk to them about this exactly (laughs) like you've talked to me, and hopefully that shouldn't be a big issue to resolve with your employer
1: okay thank you for your advice appreciate it karen appreciate uh, your time calling through get to uh to larry i think we got time for larry hi larry good afternoon
9: yeah good afternoon uh my situation is as such uh i was uh long-term disability for two years and um they cut me off and um i called back the old employer uh and i said anything happening and uh, they said that they're slow right now and because of the covet they're you know working like two days a week and what have you not, so they they don't have anything for me at the moment, and I was just wondering
2: uh, in this case, would I be eligible for the uh, emergency fund or not so uh the, the The bad news is that you don't qualify for the emergency fund because you did not have five thousand dollars of income in the last year now i I know that you've received your disability benefits, but those would not qualify. But two things, number one is you actually, if your employer says, sorry, I don't have work for you, you're actually owed severance from this employer, so you can pursue severance. But the other things, maybe the bigger thing is, unless your doctor says, yeah, you can go back to work, no problem, your insurance company should not have cut you off. So potentially, Mm -hmm. if your doctor thinks that you should continue to be off on a disability leave, we can get the insurance company to either pay you out or reinstate you. So those are your options, dealing with the insurance company or getting you severance those are the the best options for you to get compensation right now because you would not qualify for the uh, the CRB. Excellent.
10: So who would like sense. some uh, legal advice?
2: Will you
1: give you me contact a call? Uh, yeah exactly contact leor and his partner will uh, by the way this uh, you guys do both employment and long-term disability disability. so that's a good place to go Larry here is that number write it down it uh, was one 855 821 5900 again one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred we're gonna just about to, uh, wrap for the day it's been uh, it's been a large show and appreciate all your contributions you want to reach out you should use that number uh, the email is help at employment and it's like having Lior with with your 24-7, and that is pocketemploymentlawyer.ca as well. As you know, we mentioned earlier in the show, you can find the severance pay calculator within the pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. That website, completely free, no charge. There's a contact button at the top right. Otherwise, completely anonymous. Enjoy it and walk away. And for the next little while, covidrights.ca, very important website as well. We'll catch you again uh, tomorrow night here, Employment Law Show, Global News Radio.
0: The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.